Hey, this is LGBTQ&A. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and this is a show where we get to know different members of the LGBTQ community. Today, I'm talking with Nico Tortorella. You know Nico from Younger and the new Menendez Brother movies. He also hosts the podcast, The Love Bomb. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh-huh. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to talk. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, there's so much talk about your sexuality. There is. Yeah. I actually think that what you do with gender is mm. like more radical. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Please Just, elaborate. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like as it was ended by your two tattoos, the two gender signs. Yeah. But oh, you, God, you noticed that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And it says not this, not that beyond definition in between it which is the spectrum. Is that specifically regarding gender, the no definition? It has something to do with it, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Because you're like in touch with your feminine side, uh, to name cliches, you're not afraid to cry, you yeah, know, talk about no. your emotions. Uh-huh. And I think that that is like possibly the most like radical thing about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, people go straight to sexuality first because it's just more in the zeitgeist, right? It's just an easier thing to talk about. Um, but yeah, I think that gender identity and sexuality, like, you know, as different as they are, they, there, there's a lot of similarities in there too. And, and the conversation is, can be very similar. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And that's like a lot of, I feel like hard work to get to where you are. Like, what was that process like? Was it? Well, where am I? Let's talk about that. What like, does that mean? <laughs> oh, well, uh, well uh, yeah, I'll, I'll define yeah. it. I, I'm thinking in terms of, I was saying like your feminine energy you're playing uh-huh. with. Yeah. You also have a masculine energy. Yeah, totally. And reading you, it looks like that is something you are okay with both of those and it's not performative. Mm-mm. No, I, I, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's this one energy, right? That exists. And, and it, it I mean, I'm a really visual person. I just see this like ticker going like back and forth and it can land wherever it wants to at any given moment. And there is fluidity in that. You know what I mean? I think the word fluid transcends sexuality. And I like to use fluid for like language and emotion. Like fluid is everything, right? Um, and I don't know. I I love the idea of tapping into a specific energy when you need it or when you don't, you know what I mean? Like if you're expected to be super masculine for something and you just queen the fuck out, can I swear on this show? Yeah. Please. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, like I love that. I, I, I don't know. I think that like the world is so predictable and people are so predictable that like there is so much magic in, in just being ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And, and I bring it up cause I think it's such like a healthy way to live. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that if more people like really, you know, I, I think people, people shy away from, from who they are because of insecurities, right? Because we're supposed to act a certain way. We're supposed to behave a certain way. We're supposed to react. We've been taught, we've been programmed. Like our family wants us to be one way. The world wants us to be one way. And the sooner you are, you can be yourself and not be like, afraid to cry about something or, or whatever, like just the more wonderful place we'll be living in the quicker. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you think like, did you grow up like this or was this something you found? Um, I, my family's is, is really dramatic and emotional, you know, big Italian, just like loud family, passionate. We're a passionate bunch. So I definitely grew up with that. Uh, but, but I, 
I was raised by women predominantly, uh, by by three women: uh, my mom, my aunt, my grandma. Uh, so the female energy was was everything to me, you know. And I I definitely had like like a, a, a lack of of the masculine energy just in my household growing up. Um, so I think that that is what I like came into more as 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 I got older. But in terms of just the fluidity of everything, no, that's not. I mean, it's not something I grew up with. And it, I mean, in terms of sexuality, like there was one way to live and one way only, you know. And uh, I think that I've definitely been the one in my family to to teach other people. You know what I mean? It hasn't always been easy. Yeah, and I feel like like it's a you're like a crystal ball of like where <laughs> we're heading, right? Yeah. Like as a culture, as we become become more f- like familiar and comfortable with gender. Mm-hmm. I remember just reading about trans people like seven years ago yeah. and having to define this word transgender. Right. And we've come so far since then. Mm-hmm. And I think that with tr- people uh, knowing that transgender exists, right. it has given other people um, it, to the, you can broaden your own spectrum. Yeah. And I think transgender is really just like the tip of the iceberg. You know what I mean? I think that that the binary of gender, the male and female, right, has has been created. And, and I think that it stems a lot from religion, right? But for the most part, we've only been told one story our entire lives, our entire existence, really. From the Bible to Hollywood, there's been man and woman. Okay. And that yeah. is it. You know what I mean? And I think that, like... Now, in the age of social media, really, we get to see so many other stories. There's like, we were only shown one thing for so long. And now, with all of these other stories being blasted, there's so much more to explore and so much more to create and, and, you know, so much more to, like, build your own narratives. Yeah. And you you mentioned the word fluid before. Mm -hmm. I think that that word people are so comfortable with and it's like a sexy word because there's no baggage with it. And it kind of sounds like moist. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I've actually never thought of that before. (laughs) Like fluids. So uh, so that's the only way. No. That's it. That's it. No, but I think, like, you know, I, I can't stress it enough. Fluid to me doesn't just mean, like, like fluid in in the type of people that I could have sex with. It means like like fluidity in in thought, the ability to like shift instinct, the ability to like learn and change and grow and evolve, you know what I mean? Like that's really what fluid is. It's to flow with whatever is happening in the world. And like living your truth, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's not prescriptive. Like you said, you can go right. back. Yeah. Like fluid in terms of who you're attracted to, but also like who you are. Who you are. That's what it comes. That's what the most important thing really in, in everything and in all the work that I'm doing with the podcast. And, you know, I mean, even my acting career and, and outside of it, just like, like, who am I? And, and, and how can I be the best version of myself for myself first and then for other people? And like, what does that mean? You know, like, what's my responsibility at this point? Um, what does it mean to be? Uh, an actor that looks like me uh, having these types of cons- conversations. Like, how is the shift in the world actually existing? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's so fascinating that on your podcast, you pose the question to everybody, do you think being as open I, as I am will affect mm-hmm. my career? Yeah, because I think it's a really interesting question. It, it is, and uh-huh. I've never heard it posed publicly before. Yeah. Because people talk about that all the time. Yeah. Publicly by somebody who has already come out. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you constantly grappling with that? No, but... I, it's really not – I'm not asking that question because I, like, I need to know what they're thinking. Like, I, I'm not, like, look, I'm not, like, singing at home being, like, what, what, what's going to happen to my fucking career? Like, am I, am I, am I crumbling? Like, look, I know this is going to work. It's already working. I, you know, I, I stand by what I'm doing, what I find interesting. And I think what this, – this transcends just this question alone is when you, 
give a question, when you ask a question to somebody in a setting like this, it's not always about specifically what the answer is. It's how they answer it that I find most interesting. So you are just... I, I, um, I'm confused. So are you, what are you looking for when you ask that? Just how they answer it? Yeah, how they answer it. How... how are you really just posing it for an interesting discussion and not actually because you're grappling with it? I don't... I'm not personally grappling with it, actually. That's fascinating. Yeah. I, I, I am asking it because I want to know what the first thing that they think about when I ask that question is and how how that's different from the first thing that they say. Because I can like kind of see wh- wh- where they're going with it, but then they might say something else. And for me, that doesn't always transcend on, on, on the podcast, but for me, that's what's the most interesting part of that question. Yeah. <laughs> and then w- with that question, is it going to affect your career? So far, it seems like it has not. Uh, I mean, f- to my knowledge, it hasn't. I mean, there's a million reasons not to get a part. Yeah. You know? And look, I think at the end of the day, if there's some like old white guy in the studio that's like, no, we're not going to give him that part because he fucked a dude. Like, like okay, I'm never going to work for that guy. And that's okay. You, you can go fuck yourself. Like, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? But like, no, it hasn't affected my career thus far. And um, I I hope it doesn't. And I don't really think it will. I think it'll, it, it it's, it's opening up doors to, in other places and maybe closing doors somewhere else. You know what I mean? But that's okay. You, you mentioned how you look earlier in terms of not affecting your career. How much do you think that's like a pretty privilege that you're attractive and white and seemingly straight acting to some people? Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it is, it is definitely a privilege and it is something that I struggle with. Honestly, like I, uh, just in terms of understanding what that means, like I, I'm, I'm really just, in in the last couple years of really doing work on myself, understanding what my privilege actually is and the, what responsibility I have with it, you know, and I think that with this podcast, I what I want to do with with my platform and and really the gift that I've been given is is to give it to other people and 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 let marginalized communities have have voices and and stories that aren't told all the time you know i think that that's what the podcast really is to you know it's 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 to just let people scream whatever they want yeah and i think that like when it comes to seeing other bi characters mm-hmm. on screen yeah. i think that's like maybe the biggest dearth in our community oh for sure i mean the biphobia that exists not only in the community but outside of it is insane insane do you even account? account oh, that? of course, absolutely. Really? Yes, from people I've dated, from strangers to relatives to yeah. I mean, they just think we're like whores. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you're so greedy. You can't pick one. You're gonna have all of them. Like, oh, this is just, uh, just, just a moment before you're actually gay. You just don't want to, you know, say that you're gay. So you you still want to hold on to the idea that you can still be with women. And like, come on, like I'm not doing this for anybody else, but for my. But for myself, right. and like I, it's it's just ridiculous, actually. Well, I, and I think that back, like in going back to Hollywood, that's because Hollywood can't put a bi character on screen because mm-hmm. people a positive won't believe it. bi character. Yes, you know, I mean, there's been annoying bi characters on television, right? I can think of one good example, and it was I think Archie Punjabi in Good Wife. Mm-hmm. She was like a true bi character, right? But um, not a man, right? But I mean, name one like bi celebrity that you know, that has a positive representation. I can just Anna Paquin. Just Anna Paquin. Yeah. I could maybe if you and Anna Paquin, I probably can't name any others. Right. There's not a lot, you know, I, and, and I, I think if, if there was somebody having these types of conversations when I was growing up, when we were growing up, I, it would just have made so much more sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I, I, and I, I can't actually, I, can you name why people are freaked out by bisexuality or don't believe it? Uh, I just think that, um, hmm, I think that it, in the spectrum of sexuality, if, if, if you're 100% gay, right, and you, like, can't imagine ever sleeping with a woman, right, or being or having a relationship with a woman like that, like, like you have to immediately understand that the opposite of that exists, right, that there has to be somebody that's 100% straight, right, um, that the idea of sleeping with a man is so ridiculous, right? And and I think that it's really hard for people that are those hundred percents to imagine that oh maybe I could I could be with more than one type of person, right? And I don't know I I feel like so much emphasis in 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 the umbrella of sexuality is put on like like. Oh, am I am I physically attracted to this person? Am I sexually attracted to this person? Can I imagine having sex with this person? And for me, like that's that's an afterthought to to can I care about this person? Can I love this person? Can I feel really connected to this person? Do I have like an incredible exchange of energy with this person? And I don't I mean, I'm a true believer that love is so blind. Like I use the term bisexual because I I really respect the people that put it in the LGBTQ community in the first place. I'm not going to like say fluid um, just for the sake of it because I respect our elders in the community really is why I use the term bisexual. I fall somewhere under the bisexual umbrella. Um, the, 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 the bi term in bisexuality um, creates this binary of gender, which I don't believe in at all. I, I mean, I think there's this giant galaxy that exists between male and female, and I have dated inside of it. Um, and will continue to date inside of it. Uh, so I don't know. I it's as ridiculous to me to imagine somebody that like can't see it the other way. You know what I mean? Does, did yeah. I just get myself into a loophole there? No, no, no. no. I, I'm following you. Yeah. It, it is. I, I also wonder if it, it just has to do with like insecurity. Well, yeah, yeah. And we've only been shown one thing. Maybe two things, you know, I mean, like within the last 30 years, 20, 20 to 30 years, gay has 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 gotten a lot more visible. Right. We've seen two men together, yeah. two white men together. Really, we've seen two women together, but we haven't seen the person that can go back and forth or that can. We just haven't seen it. And we only believe what we see. You know, that that's it. And like, and, and I mean, thank God for glad, you know what I mean? Like we need to be putting as many, as many of our stories out in the world as we possibly can. And I think that's really why it's so important that I'm, that we're having these conversations. Yeah. Like who else is having the bisexual conversation right now at this level? Really? I don't know. Are, are you interested in making content too? Like, are you, is, is that part? Well, I, mean, I, I am. Like, are you also making content uh, like on screen? Well, I am. I mean, I, I, oh. I think the podcast is content that I'm making right now. It's 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 the first generation of my own personal content. Yeah, I, I I'm on a TV show, so my time is only you know I only have so much of it outside of uh, my my on camera work that I've been doing on other people's projects. But I think that that the TV version of the podcast that's that is being created right now uh, 
will dive deeper into these ideas and and it will take what I have learned in the studio and take it out into the world and 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 it, it will be a lot more physical you know gotcha. I mean? mm-hmm. that's very cool yeah uh, y- you were saying that you've dated across the entire gender spectrum well not the entire I mean uh, look uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean god that would I can't even name take the whole lifetimes um, oh my god that's your goal though right that, no, okay. that's not my goal at all that's not my goal I mean to be honest with you I like I I haven't really dated a whole like uh, I've dated a lot more people than 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 a lot of people have but like i've had pr- pr- less than 10 like really intense relationships you know what i mean i i, I think that like, let's just round up for now yeah i think that 10 at your age is kind of amazing like a lot or yeah. like good like um, like a lot but like i am like but a, i'm I lucky but like i i i don't have like like casual sex with people not that I have anything bad to say about casual sex. I, I honestly, I wish I could have more casual sex with people than I do. I just can't. It's like not in my DNA. Like I need to be connected emotionally before I can have casual sex. With I somebody. think that would really surprise people. Yeah, totally. But it like, but that's something that a lot of people think about bisexuals. They're like, oh, you're just walking into a place and and you're gonna sleep with anybody that you want. But that's like not the truth. Like nine ninety nine out of a hundred times, I'll walk into a place and I don't want to fucking sleep with anybody in the room. <laughs> but they, I think they think that because you're also poly, right? And so those two, they just think like, oh, he is a whore every night. He has somebody new, different yeah. genders every day, right? But when, and look, I I understand how those ideas come into yeah. fruition from that. But like poly to me is 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 just even the the ability to to even see yourself with somebody else you know like is it cheating on your boyfriend if if you just imagine yourself hooking up with somebody else you know what i mean like yeah is it no it's not it is not it is not for sure i, I, think, I would say not i think some people would argue that i also really. wouldn't feel guilty you wouldn't feel guilty no. but also on that note like in in the gay community, it's so much more acceptable to be in open relationships than it is in the straight community or even the bi community, you know? Yeah. It's so much more difficult for me to maneuver that conversation. Hey, look, like, there's a chance, like, I may want a boyfriend and a girlfriend at the same time. Right. Like, oh, okay, how is that going to work? It's a lot more difficult. I don't know. It, it, there's also so many... Polly looks so different for so many people. Yeah. So you could date two people separately. You could right. date two people together. And I am by no means an expert on the poly world at yeah. all. I'm an amateur baby level in the poly world. Like, I... That is really a lot of the work that I want to be doing in the future is, like, really understanding what that means and, and how it's possible. Um, and, and, you know, I... I have been in an open relationship with with somebody in my life for up to 11 years now. And, like, you know, we've talked about getting married and having kids and what that looks like and still dating other people. And so all of these things are, like, in the ether, but we're still figuring it out. Okay, take it back. I said that your gender was the most radical thing about you. I think that is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We've solved it. No, because I believe that, like, poly is, like, the next, or or open relationships, whatever word we want to call, is the next frontier. I think I also said that about Mm -hmm. gender. They're both there together. Right, but it's not even for me. Being poly for me doesn't even mean, like, oh, hey, like, I'm going to go sleep with this person tonight and I'll be home for dinner. Like, that's not what it means. It's like, can I like lay in bed next to this person and talk about like maybe not even hook up at all but can i just like have a night with this person and like talk about my biggest dreams in the world and 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 just like totally emotionally connect with this person like is that cheating like you would be mad if 
that happen? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm open to the conversation. Not, not you specifically. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying you as the person oh. that doesn't believe in a poly relationship. And, and I'm answering as the person, okay, but yeah, also yeah. as me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all very confusing, poly. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm, I say that because for me, my view on monogamy has changed so rapidly in the mm-hmm. last like 18 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you do you know Neil Strauss, the writer? Mm-mm. All right, he wrote uh, the pick uh, the game, which is like a pickup artist book. Mm-hmm. And then ten years later, last year, he wrote the truth, uh. which was okay. I can pick up any girl I want, but I can't stay in a relationship with them. So he's trying to figure out relationships, right. and he went through open relationships and polyamory and sex cults and this and that and dating different sorts of configurations of women and it just kind of opened my eyes to that these things work and Mm. he this amazing quote that i love that love is not a pie with a finite number of slices Mm. it is a flame and you can burn your flame over here and over here and your flame will continue to burn Mm. and that person's fire will not burn any less since you lit someone else's i love that so much yeah yeah for me it's like if you're a happy person right I don't know how I'm going to this, but if you're a happy person, but sometimes you cry, when you're crying, it doesn't mean that you're still not a happy person. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you can be more than one thing at a time. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but... No, no, that makes sense. The flame reference was really beautiful, and my head just created something else. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. And I I say that because two years ago I'm dating someone for six months mm. and they say you know I want this to be open and I'll say great you should do that with somebody else enjoy somebody your life else, thank yeah. you goodbye and now I'll say great like let's have the conversation yeah well I think that's really the key to all of this is communication and like honestly from the beginning because you can't go backwards in a relationship you can't like like create the groundwork for something and then be like okay hey by the way this is who I really am like and you have to accept me right. like that's not like it, it could work in theory, if you are like really close, but it's not how you should do it. That's like the exact thing that happened on your TV show, Younger. Yeah, it totally. You were like, you were lying to me. Yeah, the entire time. I don't care about the lie, but the lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I love relationships. I think that they are like the most special thing that we have in the world is is the ability to really connect with somebody. And I mean, I think at the core of it, if you if you RuPaul really does 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 says she says it best he says it best like if you do, if you can't love yourself how are you gonna love somebody else and like the work has to be within yourself first before you can even think about being with one person let alone 17 other people you know what yeah I mean? for you it seems like you since you've been in the public eye, i've done a lot of work in mm-hmm. terms of be it getting sober or like coming out and like labeling yourself bisexual etc cetera, etc cetera. like what are you working on now well i i mean i think it's just constantly a work in progress i think that um, I, I, I'm reading a lot more now than I ever have. Uh, I, I went and did ayahuasca in Peru, uh, this, these past, this past December. Um, I don't know. I'm going in, you know, I, uh, in the podcast, just having, having conversations like this with other people and really listening to their stories. Um, I, I think it just, you just start to understand the human condition more. And, um, I don't know. I, it's like, it's never enough. I'm not like like I'm not climbing a mountain that has a peak. Like I'm just I'm just <laughs> it's like a stairway to fucking heaven. You know what I mean? It yeah. just is like it just is nonstop. Um, I don't know. I'll probably like become a monk at some point and, and leave it all and then come back and like do a Joaquin Phoenix moment and like <laughs> I'm sure you'll see many versions chewing of, gum out of a desk of this. Yes. <laughs> What was ayahuasca like? Uh, it was honestly, it was the most important thing I've ever done in my life. Really? Yeah. They say it's like 10 years of therapy in a week in Peru. 
and that's ex- it was like 20 years of therapy honestly I, I'm not like a fear uh, a, a fearful person in the first place um, and I was really excited to do it I didn't I wasn't nervous I you know I've I've done work with other psychoactives before um, but I was just I was just really ready you have to be really ready to do it and I definitely rec- recommend if you're going to do it to go in Peru to do it uh, under the work of you know trained shamans uh, and I don't know I'm just like everything in the world has so much more of a purpose everything is so much more connected every everything makes more sense i'm not afraid of what's after this not that i ever was but like i see it better um i understand our planet more i like lived lives full lives as all these different animals i know it sounds crazy if when you're talking about it and the other person hasn't done it you know what i mean but um, I don't know. It's there. We are so much more than this and our bodies. There is an infinite existence that is all around us. Uh, and I think, you know, it, there's a way to tap into it. And, you know, we only use, what, 2, 2% of our brains or some shit? I don't know what those stats are correct or not. Like, well, whatever. I'm telling yeah. you, there's so much more than what we see. There's so much more. Was your experience with, like, the animals and the lives, is that this experience everyone has or is that always different no i mean and and look every single night's totally different too that there, there's no two trips that are the same how ever. long does it last for a few hours four or oh, five hours oh, oh i thought you were saying a different it goes through through nights well i yeah i i, well, I drank every night for like a week yeah. wow uh-huh. yeah <clears throat> oh i've only ever heard of people doing it for one no night. no no you go to peru and you do it for for either one week straight or two weeks straight I want to go and do a full month. I mean, the head shaman where I was asked me to come, and this is like super rare. He asked me to come and live with him for months and study underneath him because of how well I reacted to to the medicine. Really? Yeah. Are you going to do that? I would love to at some point. I would love to bring a camera crew and go and do it, you know? Wow. Mm. That's amazing. Mm, Thanks. Yeah. there's There's so much more work to be done. And, and look, I think like, the sexuality and the gender conversation is is really just a jumping off point to like the next step you know like what's after that for me in terms of like my work and what i want to do and understanding you know the cosmos Wait, <laughs> what, real fucking hippy dippy what, what, what is the next step you said um probably like what what it means to really to heal personally um, and then to to be healed to be able to heal what it means what it looks like to actually heal yourself and other people around you uh, and how I can tap into that energy and you know see things that other people don't see yeah and I think that, that is one of the coolest things on the podcast mm. that you have. Not my own podcast. On my podcast. <laughs> no, on your podcast. Because you hear you figuring it out. Right. And you hear that, like, the healing is ongoing. Mm. And, uh, like, I don't want to see, like, these, like, perfect, pristine people mm. talking. Yeah, know? no, no, I don't either. I mean, look, we're all broken in one way or another. And um, I have this... One of my best friends that I've been doing Reiki sessions with recently, she calls herself this this wounded healer, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's, that idea is like, you have to go through shit to understand the other side, you know what I mean? Like, you have to see the dark before you know the light, and I think that I have to a certain extent, 
I mean, everyone I know has some one way or another. Yeah. Like people that are too perfect and happy and la di da all the time. Like, I don't have time for that shit. I don't trust it. Yeah, no, no. I'm no. like, they're in a crack and I'm not going to be here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all facade too. It's all fake. Yeah. And I don't have time for fake shit at all anymore. Like, if you're not going to sit down and have a real conversation with me about something that has some sort of meat to it, like, bye, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also think that we we're talking about like Hollywood's influence. I think that it has told us that the only true relationships in your life are romantic ones. And I think that, like, a big part of my well, adulthood was, like, learning, like, my friendships are, like, as valuable. Oh, yeah, and my family, too, you know? I mean, I think that, like, that's where it all came from. That's that's where I was programmed. My family means everything to me. I mean, I have, like, they're all over me. My family of tattoos and, and you know, just spirits following me all the time. And, and, and my friendships, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, but I think of, like, Sex and City. Mm -hmm. She had her, like, four group of friends, and they were, like, ride or dies, and they're always together and every Friday night. And that's not, that's, like, would it be lovely? But that's also not what every friendship looks like. Right, not at all, yeah. And so I don't know how to, like, look at a romantic relationship and say it. this can be what it should be in terms of, like, not being open or Mm -hmm. being not, and, like, let's let it let's let it be mm-hmm. and I don't know how to not apply those to friendships as well because mm, yeah. I look around and I see good and bad in each one and nothing's what I expected yeah no totally I have like like four best friends I don't have like tons of friends I have like acquaintances right that, I, that I'll, I'll run into but like, oh, I'm gonna see you but like I have like four really good friends we don't see each other all the time but we like or talk to each other all the time for that matter but like we know that we're always there for each other no matter what um but for the most part, like whoever I'm dating at the time becomes like my my partner in crime. Is it hard because you're jumping like project to project and Yeah, but I think that's life, you know? I think that like it's 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 a lot more present being an actor. It, you know, it's like, okay, this is what my life is going to look like. Like I'm gonna be in New York for the next few months, then I don't know what could happen. I could book a job and go to South Africa for two years. Like, yeah, like but I think that that, that exists in everybody's life, right? Even if you're working a nine to five in the same office all the time, we have no idea what's going to happen. What if your you know, mom dies and you have to move back to Alaska or something? Like the world is so unpredictable. I think I started this podcast by saying people are so predictable, but the world itself is actually so unpredictable. Yeah, anything could happen at any single point, and all of our lives could change so fast. We don't know why we're here. We don't know why we're having this conversation. But like, I'm gonna have a good time talking to you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we we don't know why we're here. But you just said about like ayahuasca that that like focused you. So why are you it, it, doing this? It. It it shows you uh, options. I feel like okay, like it it gives you glimpses of of different reasons. Um, but I think like if one person knew the answer to all of it, like you know, yeah, we I don't. I would love to say that I don't believe in anything in terms of religion, mm-hmm. but and spirituality, but that doesn't equate like give me. I have a, I feel like a purpose for certain things. And right. so like, where does that come from? So I don't, I don't know actually have words and language to describe my beliefs in terms of that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that people that don't believe in any sort of religion or universal energy or spirit life or just are living on a lower frequency, honestly, like they, they, which is totally fine. If all of us were living in the fucking clouds, this would be a crazy, crazy place. Like, 
please, please, people, whoever, whoever's listening to that, like, stay in the lower frequency, you know what I mean? And get out of LA, you're crowding our highways. Yeah, exactly, get out of here, desperate people. Is it, do, do you, are you religious? Like, do you have, like, words for, like, what you believe in? Uh, I have words, yeah. I, um, I, I grew up Catholic, and I, I, I don't know, I think that there is a lot of good in the church. I think there's way more bad in the church. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I believe in, in the gods in all of us. Uh, and I, I think that we're, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I like positive energy recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love really, honestly, for me is like the driving force for everything. You ask everyone on your podcast, what does love mean to yeah. them? You ask that crazy specific question, what do you think about my career? And then you ask, what is love? <laughs> the biggest question of all. All right, so I want your answer now. What is love? No, no, no. It's my podcast. I want your answer. No, no, no. I've given my answer. <laughs> I have. I have. Let's get, let's get yours first, and then I'll give you mine. Okay, ask me the question. I don't know why I'm doing this to the mic all the time. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, so the final question for the podcast is, what does love mean to you? I have no idea. <laughs> but in terms of starting with yourself, uh-huh. love of self, uh, I think that like I'm on that track. Mm. And I have not always been. So I'm like, really happy with, like where it's pointing. Right. And I think of that, and I bring myself up because I think it'll only be in reflected mm-hmm. in who I attract. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. I also think that love is seeing all of the iTunes reviews. I know everyone saying is going to leave. <laughs> yes, yes, five yes, stars. yes, yes, yes. Um, but what, what about what is your what is your answer? To uh, that? I feel like there's a ton of answers to this question. But for me right now, um, I think love is that feeling that you get, whether it's about yourself or somebody else, or you know, whether you're working on something, whatever it is, that, that feeling that you get when there's a switch that happens in your brain and you want to do something positive for yourself or for somebody else when you want to to continue the the betterment of the situation that is love okay have you answered that before no that was the first really that was good. the first time i've given that answer good your publicist makes me so happy <laughs> um very cool I, I, have, I have a question that, uh, but I don't have a segue for it. Okay, yeah. So I'm just going to jump yeah, in. Yeah, go in, yeah. You once said that you would give it all up to be able to give To carry, birth. yes, to carry. Yes. Is that, was that a joke? No, absolutely not. Really? Yeah, for sure. Why, why is that? Oh, my God. I, don't, I, I must have, you know, I've, I've been told that this is my first time actually being a man in, 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 my, in my lives that I've lived. In all of my past lives, I've always been female, apparently. Um, and I don't know, I, I just, there's something about the, the biologic, the just, just having something grow. And I'm getting worked up even just thinking about it, just having a human grow inside of me. I don't know. I, it's so like alien to think about. And I just, to be able to like take care of that, that was inside of me, like, holy shit, like. Yo, power to the female. It's hardcore feminist right here. Like, bow down to all of the bitches in the world because they are, they are the queens. You know what I mean? And I, and I guess the other side of that is like, as men, like con- conceiving a child, do you like want to have your own children? Oh yeah, absolutely. Your yeah, own bloodline for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not even about having a bloodline. It's just like I, I want, um, I want to share that experience with somebody that I love. I want to watch. Um, I want to watch somebody that I love go through that process and, and grow a baby together. Like, you know, it's interesting from, from like a biological standpoint, sexuality is, is something very specific, you know? 
that that is such a traditional like and wonderful answer from someone like you. Yeah, no, I know. I don't yeah. mean that disparaging. I, I, I'm there's something like I'm I'm so blown away by like extra extraterrestrial by aliens by extraterrestrials I'm so fascinated by what exists outside of ourselves. I'm a true believer that all of religion kind of stems from something that's outside of this planet um, and there's something so alien to me about the idea of like growing something inside of you I don't know why I just like I I don't know it's like literally magic it's magic yeah we are so magical we're so, and we forget that all the time. Yeah, I think it's nice to be. I know I that sounds woo woo, but it sounds like it's like a nice reminder. Yeah, that's what love is. It's finding that magic, you know? It's like reminding yourself of, like, oh shit. Like, we're crazy, weird, googly machines that are on this giant planet floating through space that, like, put body parts inside of each other and, and and grow other little machines and like and it's the quote that's on every girl's like dorm room yeah. like we are stardust we are stardust like that resonates with some people yeah. because for a reason right have you listened to Logic's new album no. by the way <gasps> Logic bro if if anyone is out there like the Logic album fuck I mean really? he he dropped some knowledge on this album he has this whole this whole interlude mid mid album where he's talking about where basically somebody dies and goes to heaven and he's having this conversation with God and God tells him that he, that Adam, this guy's name is Adam, that Adam is every man that's ever lived ever in every galaxy. There, There is one person that's lived every single life. He's been reincarnated so many times. So he is, he is Jesus and all of his disciples. He is, he is Hitler and, and everyone that died in the Holocaust. Like, and, until he lives every single life that's ever existed, then he will become the next level of himself. This is just in the album. Like, Logic, I love you so much, dude. You are blowing my mind right now. Like, so hard. He, he's, Logic, single-handedly, has inspired, like, so much crazy in my life right now. That's outrageous. Like, I, like, I, I, like, I've written a love letter to Logic just in terms of, like, what he's doing. It's so, and, and I, oh, my God. I mean, and, and then every song on the album is from a different person's perspective that has, that has lived. Like, what? <laughs> that's such a concept. Um, it's fucking genius. He, he is a version, he is doing a version of what I, like, what I think that I, that's really fucked up that I just said. I'm talking about how genius he is. <laughs> like, no, but I think that he exists on a frequency that, that, that I am living in right now. I, I just, I want to get him on the podcast so bad. Dream guest got logic. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I can't believe I just got so worked up about logic on the podcast. <laughs> can I tell you a secret? I've yeah. never heard of logic. Uh-huh. Is he new? No. He's newer, okay. I guess. I, I'm gonna, I, I, I'll check him out. Him? Logic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, before You'll we... know his songs when you hear really? him. You'll be like, oh, I've heard that. Okay. Yeah. I'm like 95 in terms of music. <laughs> uh, before you go, I want to hear... You're in the new Menendez Brothers movie. Yes. Okay. Did you know them before... <laughs> You got cast? No. I mean, like, personally, did we grow up together? No. No, <laughs> no, like no I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, honestly. I mean, it, it, it happened the year after I was born. Uh, so I don't, I mean, I you know, I don't remember any of the case. I, like, when I heard the story, right, two rich white kids from Beverly Hills that killed their parents, there was something that was like, oh, I remember something about this. 
references in pop culture, SNL and shit. Um, but no, I, I really didn't know anything. Yeah. You, you look unrecognizable in it. It's crazy, yeah. I was like, which one's Nico? Yeah, I, I like that. That's my one of my favorite things about doing this job. I think that like I, people have a hard time like seeing me as a character actor that can transform into other things. You know, maybe it's because of my nose or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> but but that's like really like I'm a lot more Jim Carrey than I am Robert De Niro. Like I I, I want to keep transforming into other people. Jim Carrey. So you think you're like the greatest living comedian alive right now? Do you think Jim Carrey's the greatest living comedian alive right now? I think he's one of them. Did you see Bruce Almighty? <laughs> That's his favorite movie. The, um, the um, same no, guy I, that I, doesn't I, know I, who Logic is thinks Jim Carrey yeah, is the greatest comedian alive. People are going to just turn the podcast off right now. <laughs> I um, love Jim Carrey. Don't get me wrong. No, I think that he's one of them. I think, that, I think he's a genius, actually. Yes, yeah, I'll stand by that. Yeah, Why not? Yeah, no, totally. It's what? my podcast, Nico. Yeah, don't question sure. me. I've, Jesus, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't challenging you at all. I think Jim. I just said I'm more Jim Carrey than Robert De Niro, so obviously I love Jim Carrey. Okay, that's good a boy. Save. But you said he was the the greatest one comedian of. alive of all time. Roll the tape. I said one of. I didn't say one but of. I actually no. think Jim Carrey is a better actor than he is even a comedian. I think that his like ability to make crazy to, choices to is unparalleled, yeah. and he really hasn't been given the opportunity to like really take it to the next level maybe that's also yeah it's casting I don't know yeah crazy I'm like Jim Carrey's agent over here <laughs> um, this has been so much fun yeah this has been thank really you. great I appreciate it absolutely great yeah. thank you um, where can everybody go where should we send them for you like send them to your podcast where do you want yeah Instagram Nico Instagram. Tortorella uh, Twitter podcast uh, thelovebomb.us is our website that's thelovebomb.us us because it's about you and me us. Get oh, it? really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't get the lovebomb.com, so I got lovebomb.us. Awesome. Thank um, you. Yes. Cool. Um, and if you guys listening have uh, guest suggestions, you can probably tweet at me. That's the easiest way. A tweet from Jeff Masters1. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 